and welcome to In the Details, House of Desiderata's first podcast. House of Desiderata is an online luxury magazine for those who enjoy the finer things in life. The best parts of all luxury brands is the attention that they give to detail, so we decided to highlight these while speaking with the brains behind their operations. I'm your host, Gabrielle Holiday, and today we are talking and diving deep into the details of Dr. Smood. Dr. Smood is a health company whose mission it is to offer clean, nutritious, and flavorful everyday essentials to the world. They are inspired by the idea that eating well is the simplest and most effective way to improve one's health, well-being, and mood while being committed to offering products that are certified organic, wild-crafted, and plant-based. And they even have different products based off the mood that you're in or the mood that you want to be in. We will be speaking with Francesco Parello, Oliver Sidlev, and Dr. Eddie Benzion to dive deep into the details of Dr. Smood. I just wanted to start out with the idea of the creation of Dr. Smoot and how you took the idea to creating these cafes. None of us, like, you know, Renee, myself, Dr. Etty, Oliver, none of us had a uh, professional uh, food and beverage um, industry background. Except for Dr. Etty, who has 20 plus years of experience in the field. But we've always been, you know, enthusiasts, you know, particularly keen on eating and, and conducting a, a healthy lifestyle. It all started with an observation. We're talking about, you know, 2012, 2013, that it was unnecessarily difficult to find a place or a brand that would be kind of trusted to a point that we as consumers would know that, uh, that it would offer products made, you know, with clean ingredients coming from the right sources and essentially providing a solution that would not require us to you know do our own grocery shopping at all times because with the you know with the lifestyles that we have it's nearly impossible to do it three four times a day that was the that was the initial observation well, why is it so difficult we got to do something about it and the thinking was we have to do it in a way that not only provides the conditions for people to establish um, a, a connection with a brand and the perception and the understanding that would be the right thing basically with no compromises uh, with uh, competences and capabilities that would ensure the right things to be put together in the right way and be served conveniently for essentially everyday support. And that's that's basically where the idea came up. It was really an observation of something that was lacking on the market, something that we would be ourselves consumer of uh, every day. And you're actually speaking to uh, probably the top three consumers of, of Dr. Wood. Uh, <laughs> and we have records to evidence that. And, um, and we have health to show it. Exactly. And, and so, so that, that was basically the, the trigger, right? And mm-hmm. we wanted to do it in a way that that it would not be kind of the traditional restaurant. It would not be, you know, any other coffee bar or juice bar. We wanted to do something that would put together food and beverage items that are part of a daily routine because the the changes in the daily routine are the ones that are showing, you know, the highest positive impact that are showing. And we're creature of habit. So, you know, there's nothing better than a good, healthy habit. And, and so the idea behind Dr. Smooth was how can we smartly put together something that you would gladly and um, joyfully consume daily that you know that it would be good for you in an environment that would be inspiring uh, with a brand that you would kind of, you know, strongly connect to. And so that's where the idea was born and that's where the name also kind of, you know, speaks to this as a, as you know, smooth being a contraction between the words smart and food and, and the idea behind smart and food is how can we make the best out of, you know, ingredients that are, that are or, or items that are created from nutrition ingredients that taste good and that make you feel good. When you're talking about the depth of the ingredients, you're talking about the flavor profiles as well as the health benefits. 
This is Dr. Etty. It's really important because, you know, we, we try to convey the healthy message, but telling people just to eat fruits and vegetables is not really helpful. And for some people, you know, it can be very complicated to make at home. So what we wanted to do is really bring the best food that first and foremost, it's organic and add to the, the fruits and vegetables another layer. You know, of course, definitely the taste, first and foremost, because people would not, you know, whenever I tell people, you know, I eat healthy, they think that I eat carrots and celery all day long. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, I really enjoy my food. Perception out there is that, oh my God, you know, you're not enjoying your food. Um, so we had to dispel that misconception. And like this most amazing chef, a Michelin star chef that will bring the concept of healthy to another level. So the taste was definitely, you know, we, we would not compromise about the taste. But that being said, just bringing it in a fruit and, and vegetable way it is not, you know, just top notch. So we had to bring in more of the herbs, the superfood, the medicinal food, and bring in, you know, all of it together in, in just kind of like a super nutritional dense uh, way. So they, you know, so you, you will be able to consume it. You can uh, have it in a bioavailable way. You can have it, you will be able to absorb it and of course you know to enjoy the 100% benefit of, of that food. You say that each of your cafes are unique. Could you expound a bit more on how they are? First we decided to take an, an authentic experience uh, with every single cafe depending on not only the city where we would open, but also the neighborhood. And that's because we've, we've kind of built these, these spaces as a place, like I said earlier, for the, you know, those that would basically mature a habit on a daily basis. So for the loyal clientele, not for the transient clientele. So for someone that would feel comfortable, you know, finding a place like that, that we like to call a safe harbor in, you know, his or her own particular neighborhood or on the way to work or on the way back from work on part of a routine. So the, the interpretation of that was to try to make it we, we always say that the doctor's mood especially the first phase which was brick and mortar focused mm-hmm. um is the result of a unique combination between nutrition design and then hospitality the the nutritionist is what's special about doctor's mood when it comes to the offering and that's you know the, the sourcing uh, the combination of ingredients the layers between the ingredients and how to empower people then the design because we're a lot about the aesthetics you know having uh, scandinavian and italian roots uh, in, in the company, we obviously needed to make it about the aesthetics, needed to make it about the materiality, needed to, and we didn't want to just make this like, you know, the classic cookie cutter type mm-hmm. of um, type of establishment. Um, so that's why we wanted to create a red thread, obviously, between all the locations so there would be a level of recognition, mm-hmm. but at the same time, making, you know, each and every one of those unique um, because of, you know, color palettes or, or some architectural details. Um, we implemented a commissary-based model, so with a commissary kitchen, uh, centralizing all the upstream supplies for quality uh, control and freshness and kind of reducing the supply chain as much as possible. The commissary model allows for all the prep to be done. Their nut milks and cold-pressed juices are made daily, and the prep allows them to function more smoothly at the retail level. This has allowed them to become more versatile when it comes to brick-and-mortar retailers. This allows both their flagship and their smaller stores to have healthy, fresh ingredients daily. With our own truck, then going out and distribute to the cafes in that city. So we have that in Miami, we have that in New York. When asked about their mood foods categorization, Oliver had this to say. I know that the mood color coding system came up 
like in the very beginning because like I mentioned earlier we none of us came from the food and beverage industry none of us uh, well Etsy of course has mm-hmm. 20 years you know as a nutritionist uh, mm-hmm. but but most of us here on the team understood like you know what made our bodies feel great uh, survive and thrive like when it comes to the uh, to the products that everyone is consuming on a daily basis people they they, you know, they, they, they needed that extra education and how could we educate people in a fast way and, a, and an easy way so people understand all the amazing benefits you would get from eating avocado for example with the healthy fats there's some protein there's like you know and uh, eating fish to to meat or to, to to the different greens like you know so we wanted to do it in a very very simple way by you know uh, color coding and all our products so people could actually buy and follow uh, their mood so if you for example feeling a little bit under the weather you can mm-hmm. go, go in and see okay everything in Dr. Smooth's menu that has the yellow sticker for immunity that would basically help you boost your immunity because it has anti-inflammatory properties. There's so many stories uh, told by each product and there's so much education and layers behind each product. So how could we easily get you know, the, the high level um, information and, and stories out there to people so they understand fast, you know, basically like the whole idea behind it. In terms of how Dr. Food came up with what products to sell from home, they wanted to give their products more reach than just New York and Miami, so people everywhere could have access to this smart food. Their e-commerce launched at the beginning of this March and has been worked on for almost the entirety of 2020, forcing them to think... How can we still reach people with uh, with our smart food uh, proposition, and, like, now that our stores are, are forced to be closed, and, like, you know, and how can we also reach people outside of our... Uh, two markets in Miami and New York. So we, we, we went back and we leveraged all the uh, amazing relationships we have built over the years, you know, with, uh, with growers and farmers and artisans, you know, all over the world. We, we know a lot of family-owned farms, you know, like that does amazing olive oils, like the right ways. We've served for, for many years, like a great uh, organic um, ceremonial matcha, you know, so so all these guys that we've worked with over the years, like we were like, now we want to send this on our online platform so people can start enjoying these things at home. So it was basically just like leveraging all the relationships that we've built over the years. And also, there was, there's also some new ones uh, in the mix, but all the products that we have online is with the same approach. So we were super vigorous around like, you know, the cleansiness, it has to be organic, it has to be done the right way. Like we, we want to have build a close relationship with the farmers. So we 100% in the loop of the, the right processes and also uh, the, the seasons and the food uh, to make sure that it's the most that you get the most nutrition from it, like you need to uh, make sure that it, this, uh, the, the soil where it grows is it needs to be fertile. Other because like what you see in most of the conventional food out there today is that it is completely over harvest, harvested and overgrown, and people they, they skip the seasons, you know, for for end of day profits. Um, so so like yeah. Everything that we offer, like we do uh, have close relationship with them because we want to ensure that it's nutrient dense so everyone can, you know, survive and thrive. Dr. Schmood wants to bring healthy, organic foods that are built for everyday consumption to you to offer an extremely flavorful and healthful option.
the, the idea was let's make it simple for people to uh, to understand and establish an emotional connection with a brand mm-hmm. that is that is not compromising on any level and even everything which is the visual experience the branding the packaging mm-hmm. that is because um, because there's there's intentionality behind it in terms of working with uber eats and other delivery services the whole strategy behind our locations the, the first thing that we obviously make sure when, whenever we either open new markets or open new territories or communities is it's like, you know, we want to be in areas where there's, uh, you know, some dense food, uh, food traffic and where we are, you know, conveniently placed for people to easily stop by any day, any time during the day. It's all about convenience, right? So a lot of people either don't have time or like, you know, it's a little bit too far. Uh, so, so obviously we want to make sure that we get this smart food into the hands of as many people as possible. So that's why we, we resort uh, and found it necessary to, to, to be on, on uh, delivery platforms, you know, uh, if, you know, on all the cafes and all the communities. Communities. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and we've been on Uber Eats for, for a couple of years now, and we have had, we have a great relationship with them. Uh, we also have a few other platforms that we work with, like Ritual, Postmates. We've been on uh, Grubhub. Uber Eats is, 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 is the kind of the main one, especially for Miami. They have really got a good hold on, on the market down here, and people are very happy with their service. Right now, the the numbers, it kind of varies from, from, from location to location and market to market. But, you know, in some stores, we see like 30% come from uh, deliveries, and then other stores, we see like as little as five to ten percent but uh, we we have seen it definitely grow and 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 that's why we're going to continue to do it as dr schmood transitions from fast casual to all-day dining are you still all going to have grab-and-go food definitely it's going to be a a hybrid the thinking here is that of being able to improve on one of the main aspects which we have kind of you know spent a little bit less time on in comparison, uh, which is the hospitality and the service. So the stores have been built, <clears throat> you know, since when we started a fast casual, meaning you come in, you order, you wait for the order to be prepared or you grab from the, from the, you know, refrigerator or the, or the shelves and then you wait. And if there's room, you know, you can sit and obviously enjoy it there, which is great. But at the same time, it's kind of limiting and it, and it plays a little bit around the perception that one has of the overall experience. And so that that's something that we've been able to observe. And in this sense, the you know the limitations that the pandemic has imposed forced us also to reconsider whether there, uh, and give us the opportunity to potentially evolve our concept, which otherwise might have been like a little bit more challenging if business had kept going on as usual. Um, so it forced us to reconsider that. Whereas the original notion of growth influenced by, okay, how many locations can we open in, in a given market uh, with obviously all the criteria that we've um, discussed earlier. Mm-hmm. Right now, it really is much more about how can we make the best out of each location that we have and how can we improve the experience to a point where uh, people can come in and feel that it's a wholesome experience that you know includes also service you know who doesn't like to be served and also to really be able to honor uh, honor the quality that we're that we're putting behind you know the making of the products the selection of the ingredients and also being able to get our own staff to have the opportunity to sit uh, with with the clients and explain a little bit more so rather than having someone that comes in and goes straight to the point of sale and having to have you know a decision being made within seconds uh, so without being able to you know properly understand not only the depth of the menu but maybe some specials or you know uh, recommendations kind of make things a little bit slower so you know uh, uh, embrace a little bit the concept of slowness which goes 
very well hand in hand with the approach to product that we have, the approach to brand that we have, and so still give people the ability to order and purchase products to go, but then build this this kind of more elevated experience that would eventually, you know, casual dinner option. And if we find uh, the, the the wide ways of doing it, even including beer and wine proposition, still you know respecting our our standards, and so all together then uh, make the physical experience within the doctor's room um, locations um, more mature basically mature towards something that is that is more impactful that involves a higher emotional connection that involves uh, that involves altogether something that that we feel is necessary to be able to also like I said earlier honor all the efforts that go behind the making of the product uh, the explanation of all the stories and so on and so forth we think it's going to happen in the future it's going to be an attempt to try to evolve the existing locations you know to the extent possible obviously towards that so you're going to see for example the introduction of uh, you know ceramics and silverware and glassware and then eventually you know grow into other markets that you know are ready um, to and, and already appreciative of these um, you know this way of, of interpreting uh, food and beverage which by the way uh, I have to be honest it, we're not inventing anything per se we're going back to how things are supposed to be so that so that people can appreciate you know in a, in a world that goes very fast globalized where you know things have to be available every day um, uh, uh, no matter where you are and and we sometimes we forget how impactful you know eating properly actually is uh, for for ourselves and that's really what it goes back to in terms of things coming up are developing our scientific advisory board we're going to bring a panel of amazing experts uh, that will be able to share the creative uh, process that we are taking uh, when we are bringing a product into the market and bring the science because you know we know and what Francesca said you know we're going to the basics uh, and and you know people can go out there and eat meat and potatoes and they don't ask any questions <laughs> but then they come to healthy food and which is like they want to know everything um, so we're going to bring this panel of people that knows really know everything and that will be able to uh, bring out the facts and you know reassure people being healthy in ways through various products uh, we bring them you know to where they need to be which is you know disease free fully happier productive so um, that that's you know next coming very soon coming up very soon thank you so much for listening to in the details house of desiderato's first podcast make sure to read the feature on dr smooth and keep an eye out for future podcast episodes may our insights inspire your desire for life